This, what are we we're ready for? This is What the Flock Radio's Birds of a Feather. We are an indie music focused show rife with witty, fuck laden, insanely interesting, and unhinged banter. Our thematic submissions will confuse, infuse, and delight you while our fascinating fun features fluster, flummox, fulfill, and thrill you. Yes, you're actually going to spend your time becoming flustered. That uh, sounds very pleasant, doesn't it? Yes, and, and I, thrilled. And thrilled. Well, yeah, that's the that's the balance. That's, that's the it. payoff. That's it. And I am uh, Professor B. Soup, uh, uh, international rock legend, radiant savant, amateur wildlife photographer, member in good standing of the Brotherhood of the Immaculate Edit. And uh, <laughs> Indeed. Precision, time, a surgeon. When it comes time to getting on the mic, then uh, it could be summed up this way. I'm smoking like Krakatoa east of Java. My rhymes are flowing over you like red-hot lava. You're getting buried like the city of Pompeii. This is where MCs get charbled and flambéed, the soup kitchen. Now, you see, I seldom ever yeah. <laughs> promote my own stuff on the show. But, you know, Hell there yes. was a strange strange correlation between the sudden uh, r- spike of streams of the show and the sudden spike of streams of my music. Uh, so, yes, there's only one Professor P. Soup. I'm easy to find. Go out there and listen, if you will. I re- released two albums last year, uh, the my anthology and a female collaboration album called Tell Me a Story. So, yeah, they're out there, and you can hear those. And I got to tell you, I'm so touched by all the uh, uh, the love and support I've gotten over the years. Like, sometimes it's the little things. I remember the one-word comment that moved me so much. It just said, excellent. Although, uh, dictation notes are very fickle. You really got to double-check and uh, check, go back and proofread because it came out as excrement. And I just know <laughs> that's not, <laughs> that's that not what not he not the had intention. Uh, I got a great email from Reverb Nation. It said, how mistakes bring character to your music. And you know, that just made me feel so good to know that my music has more character than anybody else's. Mm, <laughs> I like it. An avant-gardeness uh, on a level that, exu- uh, that totally eludes the average person. So thus my very modest popularity. And uh, enough about me. What, uh, what say you of yourself, you stupid-ass bitch? You did not just you say that. You forced me to listen to that before. I ain't fucking with so you. So many times. I got a million trillion I got a million things, things that I'd rather fucking do fucking with than you. fucking with you. Stupid ass bitch. Introduce yourself. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck. She did I don't this. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Impressionable minds, and she. this is what this is what she uh, well, I did, sows. To be fair, I called him a bitch earlier, too, because I said, I don't give a fuck. You little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. So, fair. Um... I am the vocalist for the dark alt rock band Ascent, and that's A-S-N-T. And I'm going to go back to a Christina Baldwin original, Who Dat? So, David, can you guess Who Dat? Glaucoma took his sight, but not his talent. He moved to Seattle with $500 to start his new band. He beat Willie Nelson at chess three times in a row in the dark. He won 12 Grammy Awards, and 12 seems to be his number, because 12 also marks the year that he lost his virginity to a woman eight years his senior. He was addicted for 17 years, performed in We Are the World, and had a cameo in the Blues Brothers, and we lost The Genius in 2004. We must be talking about Brother Ray. Brother Ray. Ray Charles. That's right. And, you know, that certainly doesn't sum up the man's life, but it's just a little glimpse no, no. Obvious, uh, just a genius performer, just a brilliant oh. uh, entertainer. I mean, when you got a guy who does sketches on Saturday Night Live Come on. to appearances on The Nanny, I mean, you know, he's just he's such a legend he's as amazing. a musician, uh, as a personality. He's so larger than life. 
And uh, I, I admit I was stumped there for a little while, but some of the details popped up. It's like, oh, I know who we're talking about I know now. we're talking about. I know about who we're talking about here. Brother Ray. Ray Charles. Shake your tail feather. His appearance in the Blues Brothers. I mean, come That's on. That's right. Man. The man, the myth, the legend. He's definitely missed. And uh, so that actually leaves me to continue my tirade, if you will, with flinchworthy slang slash bird banter, right? So we're repurposing bird banter at this point to talk about finchworthy slang. And for this little every show feature we are challenged to use the selected slang word as much as possible throughout the show whether it makes sense or not and 1992 brought us buzzkill (laughs) (laughs) so these days buzzkill refers to anything that elicits a negative mood however as a new york times pointed out in 1993 around the time the slang term came about it originally referred to something or someone who killed a buzz in terms of drugs or alcohol like cops breaking up a party and Merriam-Webster added it to their arsenal in 1992. So we will be using Buzzkill. That's right. You're bringing my head down. You're such a Buzzkill. You know? <laughs> I know I've said that about you in the past on the show, and it's not fair. I it's guess. not right. Not, not, it's not fair real. at all. Not fair at all. It's not fucking real. And uh, that, that's cool because it spreads bird banter out through the show. Yes. So we can leap directly into hopefully, uh, a feature by you, I'm quite sure. Oh, it eventually we'll get there. But right now, I turn it over to you, David. Uh, gulp, gasp, <laughs> momentarily, please. All right, and uh, that would be something as seemingly fundamental and uh, uncomplicated as the theme recap. What's the show about? It's written right here in front of me, so <laughs> how can I go wrong? All right, once again, we are with Come on, booby, guide my ida. Take three. That's right. Uh, songs about the elements, air, fire, water, or natural disasters. And this time we focus on that thing that you try to set the night on. Fire! Yeah! That's right, fire. <laughs> <laughs> try to set the night on fire! We'll see what kind of songs we come up with. And that, of course, first of all, it's one of those classic rock songs. It's one of the few that I absolutely never, ever, ever get tired of hearing. It's and amazing. I want to hear it no. every single day. Agreed. It's a great song, and it's it's truthful because... If anyone were to open their pie hole and suggest that you couldn't get much higher, he's right. That's crazy talk, okay? And, you know, as far as loves becoming a funeral pyre, that, that pretty much describes both of my marriages. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, and with that in mind, we go into our... This is the first Birds of... Now, New Year's is old to you. But old. we've done three winging it's, at least recorded three. True. Uh, but this is the first Birds of 2022. And That's it's right. February what? Third? Here? Third now. Third. Third, yeah. February yeah. 3rd. And we haven't recorded in a month, and I got to tell you, my head is kind of like a cloud. I mean, I mean, I don't mean my head is is in the clouds. That's always, but this time it's like a cloud, and that there's a big electrical charge of like stupid shit stored in there. <laughs> stupid shit that needs to be discharged. So the show is pretty much going to be a uh, like a lightning storm of idiocy, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, we will proceed <laughs> here, and uh, that's what the show theme is about. And not, yeah, yeah. No, without without giving too much away, I just want to say, David, I'm so glad you're feeling better. David, uh, David was stricken. I was, I was true. I was afflicted. And uh, I'm so glad that you're feeling good. You're looking good. You're sounding good. And uh, glad to have you back. I missed your partner. All right, here we are. Yes, it here was we are. It was the dreaded plague that kept us apart. However, we did record one show remotely. 
Yes. Uh, just to just to reach out. Just yeah. so we had to bridge the gap between yeah. you and us. That's I right. Mean, exactly. And because uh, I mean the folks, the, Christina, the, the, the folks. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you got rid of the Rona. That's good. The That's Rona, really the good. Rona's yeah, gone. it's right. gone, and you you're back. And I say you're back twice as good as you were before. We're back with all kinds of New Year zeal, and uh, hopefully. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, yayas to get out on the air. Oh yeah! So I have gone and introduced the. I've recapped the theme, and that can't possibly lead into a feature with me. That just seems. Uh, um. Let me see. Let me check. It's counterintuitive. Um, looking. Ooh, I guess if I'm looking at the format, it says yes, that's you, sir. So, All right. Yeah. Okay. In dark gray, we have. <laughs> this, this is not the pink part. <laughs> not the pink part. <laughs> The feature we have had before, a preen break. And uh, for this feature, we discuss bands that broke up, why, who started it, and the fans they left behind and any other things we can think of. And... Um, you know what? The what? silence is a buzzkill. This is a buzz... <laughs> 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 now i got to leave it in because we used... That's right. The Finchworthy slang. That's exactly right. All right. And this must, uh, and a preen break can be a real buzzkill buzz for the fans. Absolutely. You know, no doubt. And, and even sometimes the bands, although a lot of times they're all perfectly happy to get rid of each other. That's true. But uh, so we'll see what happens this time. This time we'll be discussing probably the first so called super group and certainly mm. one of the most revered power trios, Cream. Ooh. Yes. Uh, an old favorite old of yours. favorite of mine, yeah. Yes. Consisting of known quantities like. Eric Clapton on guitar and vocals, Jack Bruce on bass and vocals, and Ginger Baker on drums. Expectations were high, and even the name Cream suggests a playfully superior haughtiness. Indeed. Where sometimes they were referred to as The Cream. You know, oh, people oh would say my. The Cream. Uh, it's sort of like their unofficial name, The Cream. Uh, but as uh, Kid Rock said, it ain't bragging, motherfucker, if you back it up. So It also has a little bit of a sexual connotation. I'm not going to lie to you. I suppose it does, Those things too. are getting creamy up in here, you know. And Cream produced four sensational albums, which is uh, sort of a record for Eric Clapton projects, <laughs> <laughs> as we will see. Some of those were uh, padded with live recordings, but albums just the same. So what happened? Well, uh, a number of ideas are put forth. Clapton is said to have been moved by the release of the first album from Bob Dylan's former backers, collectively known as The Band. Mm. He allegedly wanted to get away from the long jam-type songs to more bite-sized, inaccessible ones. Though Cream had those as well, really. I mean, they had single stuff, yeah, you know, in, in addition to the epic jams. True. Um, uh, also, they say Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker never really got along, and no. there was conflict and quarreling the whole while which they carried over from the two bands they had been in together previously. You'd think they'd These learned guys were their like lesson. three bands together. I don't like you. Let's go to another you. band. Want to go to this band? <laughs> they, I think they just saw each other's talent. Hold They're like, shit. What happened? Oh, is this from we stopped before, a long mm -hmm. time, like an hour ago? <laughs> okay. Like for 40 minutes ago. Okay. Sorry, we had to stop because we're sitting here doing the <laughs> show, right? And then suddenly uh, there was a there was a disruption. They won't know. I mean, it was a real buzzkill. <laughs> it it to was a buzzkill. Suddenly, kill. smell this like burning, burning smell, and you know. So I immediately go outside, uh, look around because I figure I come to the most likely and logical conclusion 
is a group of cannibalistic devil worshippers sure. around here starting setting a fire outside. That happens. Uh, it's common. They were getting nowhere. They're so they were so incompetent. They were embarrassed by their own incompetence. Yeah. I said, "Get the fuck out of here." So they split, and we came inside, and it seems appears to have been the electric heater. But now we're back with uh, the cream we were talking about before. Yes, the cream. Crema. Crema. Un trio de poder. Si. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Jack Bruce, Ginger Baker never liked each other. Hate you. Let's join a band together. Okay, and hate carry you, let's join a band. You. Let's yeah. join this band, okay? band man. Just don't, right. just don't fuck with me, man. No fuck with you. All right. So anyway, these personal and creative differences led to the band split in 1968, having been in existence for a mere two years. So what about the? F- and this is where the dictation note says, what about the fence they left behind, you know? Oh, <laughs> they're trying a, to mend the fences. trying to mend the fence, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I imagine they had this studio where they worked with this little cottage and it had a picket fence. Well, what, who got the fence? Baker? Uh, yeah. The uh, judge Bruce, is still working on that. Bruce or Clapton? Yeah, that suit is probably still, still going on. Still in litigation. So anyway, in addition to uh, the fence they left behind, uh, I have to wonder about <laughs> what about the fans that they left behind. <laughs> Could they find any comfort in a cold, creamless world? Well, Eric Clackman uh, certainly didn't go anywhere, appearing in two one-and-done bands, as in one <laughs> album. Derek and the Dominoes, who unfortunately plague us to this day on radio with Layla, though I do like the rest <laughs> of their stuff. It's, it's sad, you know. Also with Blind Faith with Steve Winwood and featuring none other than Ginger Baker on drums. What? Yeah, so we got two-thirds of cream. Uh, Baker stuck around forming his own group, Ginger Baker's Air Force, and playing with all sorts of other people, including, I just learned to my surprise, Public Image Limited Mm. with John Lydon, formerly Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols. Uh, Jack Bruce sang and played bass, among other things, in a couple more power trios with guitar legends, including West Bruce and Lang with Mountains Leslie West, my first guitar hero, and that band's drummer, Corky Lang. Uh, they had two studio albums and a live, and he also made two albums with Robin Trower and his drummer, Bill Lorden, and uh, one of them released under the name BLT, as in Bruce, Lorden, and Trower, and it has a fucking bacon, lettuce, and t- t- bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich on the cover. I kid you not. You have to. BLT, uh, hey, I mean, You'd have there to. goes your first album cover uh, choice is. made. Uh, Bruce and Trower actually got to back together in 2007 and released another album and then a live. But in the meantime, something very interesting happened before this 2007. People grow up. They mellow. Hatchets get buried. Fences get mended. Ah. And uh, not only did Ginger Baker appear on a Jack Bruce project from 2003, honoring Bruce's 50th birthday, but the very cream themselves reunited for a sensational uh, series, actually four nights, uh, 2005 concerts at the Royal Albert Hall a brilliant recording of which was recently gifted to me by someone, which mm. I very much appreciate. Oh, yes. So, fans were not left completely bereft if they continued to need a fix of cream, or at least half and half. So. <laughs> Take it away, Well, pumpkin. well, well. Very interesting. And I was sad to be the one to report to you that Ginger Baker died. I felt really sad. Yes, I missed that somehow. Sorry. I knew when Jack Bruce died. So sad. Well, you know, this show is not only an indulgent show where we give our opinions. Well, actually, it's mostly mostly that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But we also throw in some indie music, and we're going to do that right now. And there is a brilliant artist named Josie Pace. And keeping in theme, the song is Fire. This person hails from Detroit, Michigan, and is industrial electropop. Let's give it a listen.
That was Josie Pace with Fire. Holy shit, that track gives me fucking life. The harsh backing track, if you will, music with her assertive and enhanced vocals is fucking bliss. And that chorus is so tasty. And it's just anthemic in some ways, even though she's singing about liars and fire. I'm in 100%. She sounds kind of like a droid at some points, like, mm. you know, and I think it's fucking magic. Um, if only this level of talent existed in today's mainstream music, I would actually turn on the radio. Yeah, that would be worth turning on the radio for, which is why you come to us. That's exactly because, right. Because I tell you, this is out of the corner of my eye. I'm catching a glimpse of the cover art for that. Isn't it amazing? At, 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 for the first time, because I just heard the song for the first time. It is uh, striking. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one way of putting it. It is striking, and like you said, it's very it's very mechanical. What it, it starts off with the most vicious, dirty synthesizer yes. riffs you've ever heard, with these super punchy drums, like bang, bang, and uh, this incredible uh, this vocal that exudes this in amazing strength and anger and desperation i mean it is way way this is muscular it's really strong uh, track uh, vocally and instrumentally yes like the best of the you know the technical sort of rock and pop like you know garbage only harder only <coughs> more hardcore and uh, better uh, vocals better vocals yeah better vocals i mean and the way the machinery grinds to a halt at the end of the right? track right I mean, it is, this is this is tough stuff. I didn't tell you this. Uh, this Josie is no pussycat. <laughs> She'll never forgive me for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> gotta end. Gotta throw some cheese. It's uh, it's a uh, it's in the charter. Okay. It's All charter. right. Well, trust me. You want to listen to more by Josie? I definitely did because I was taken in by this track. Um, and you can find her and her awesome, amazing fucking music at Josie, J-O-S-I-E, Pace, P-A-C-E-G-S-M on Facebook. So get to it. Now, what's next? You may be thinking, <laughs> shit, what's next? Oh, guess what? Yes. Uh, as he says, it's my turn. And this time I'm doing Cheer Up. And for this feature, we discuss songs written to uplift, inspire, and make us smile. Now, you know, I may have alluded to it earlier, but there are some songs that can do that to me instantly upon hearing them and one that does it for me every single time pretty much every song but this one in particular and I'm sure I'm not alone is Dancing Queen by ABBA as soon as this song comes on and I hear that first opening moment I can breathe easier you can I dance feel you can lighter. Jive, you know? well I mean I can but I don't I can breathe easier everything seems possible and it just fills me with such joy. And from there, then I dance and jive, of right. course. But initially, and have I'm, the time of your life. I'm always struck by it when it first starts. I'm always like, wow. And there's something amazing about the harmonies. And those harmonies, those two voices together, they don't blend perfectly, but they blend in a way that I love. It's not a perfect blend, right? It's not, it's not like a Simon and Garfunkel. It's not like that, but it's this perfect rock sort of feel and the disco is obviously very alive and well in that band and I love that too because disco is happy disco is joy disco is fun disco is excess disco is let's just do this and I, I can't say enough about this song and it's featured in Muriel's wedding and it, I remember she goes to this whenever she's in a dark place and I thought yes girl yes that's what I've been doing too 
and people who don't like ABBA, I feel like you have not given it a chance because you think, oh, it's manufactured, it's too pop, it's too polished. But you know what? Sometimes that's exactly the secret sauce that you need. And you need it to cheer you up. And we all turn to music for different things, right? Whether it's to commiserate, which we've talked about before, to bring you up, you know, to let you cry, whatever in the world it is, um, you know, for you, for you, some people to celebrate God. It's it, There's a million reasons why we look to music. And one of them for me is to cheer me up. And so when we created this feature, I thought this is a great way to introduce people to songs they may not have listened to and possibly bring them up, right? And this is one of those songs. There's so many, um, but not all songs that cheer people up are obvious. This is probably a pretty obvious one, right? Yeah. Does it make you feel happy? I love this song. This is this is just what great pop should be. And the fact that it has airs of disco, which I've always appreciated, yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's impossible to feel bad I mean, if you feel bad when this is playing, it ain't because of the song, That's because right. they're doing everything they can. They sure are. I mean, the like as you said, the dancey beat, I, I always appreciated disco. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a uh, great medium for this, what is a pretty catchy song anyway. I mean, I, I guess you could sit around and strum this on acoustic guitars, and it would be very enjoyable. Sure. But the big production with the synths and the horns and the beat, and I mean, it, that is... It's a pop classic and a cheer-up. Oh, my Lord, yes. It's absolutely one that is, it's got to make you feel better. Well, and I will say there is another component to this making me happy, and that other component is the fact that I can see them, the video and them doing the dances, and those dances are fucking amazing. Who didn't try to learn those dances? Who didn't want their friends standing next to them? doing all these amazing dances, you know, with each other. And so I see them in their great outfits, these flamboyant, sexy, you know, slinky outfits, doing their thing. But, you know, even though they were both very attractive, super sexy women, I never felt like it was sexualized. It was always about the music and it was always about friendship. It was always about love, right? Because they were two couples. And I love that. That's so hard to come by because they were beautiful women. Yeah. Anna Fred and Agnetha were are, are just striking women. They are. And and as you said, a lot of times they showed a lot of skin, but it wasn't it didn't seem like they were trying to titillate. It was just you know, it was just a pleasing thing to see. I mean, it went with the uh, the slickness of the whole uh, and the disco thing. production and the disco thing. And and I think it was probably comfortable. They wanted to be comfortable on stage. Look at what Elvis wore. I mean, a full jumpsuit situation. You know yeah. what I mean? I, that was comfortable. I look at Kiss. But <laughs> I no. But I I think one of the things too is if you think about, it, they were mostly covered mm. a lot. If you think about, it, they wore pantsuits a lot. It wasn't like they wore mini skirts or you know, Daisy Dukes or anything like that. They just, it always seemed kind of elegant or or elevated. Right. And so I could focus on the music. Of course, you had their beautiful faces there and you could hear their beautiful voices singing. But there was just something that was so beautiful. So I remember when, you know, when you started to find out that they were breaking up and stuff, that kind of ruined the fantasy behind it for me. But it still endures and you can still see and feel the love and it will always cheer me up. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, those songs, anybody who doesn't like disco, anybody who doesn't like ABBA is either just not giving it a try or they're fucking Dexter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I think, honestly, I think he would get down to them. He would get down yeah. to them. That's right. All right. Well, you know, it's crazy, but that whole music thing, we are going to another song by another amazing artist. This time it is a band from Romania. With the song called Heat, uh, again, meeting our theme head on. 
and they are called Different Class. They consider themselves Groove Rock, which is a mix of blues, funk, stoner, and psychedelic. Let's listen to Different Class. Soul in my stormy hand, creating a new religion. I'll build a house where I can hear your howl, cook it in the stove of our reflection. Like snow tomorrow, I'll keep my head up high now. To God and strip to Right, that was the amazing different class. Wow. 
Wow. I will shut up and let you go first this time. Well, I'm only semi-coherent, and um, the uh, I'm rusty. you got to understand, it's been so long since we've done this. Hang so. on, let me let me go ahead and oil you. Uh, it, it is an absolute tin man situation. <laughs> and as usual, you know, like uh, Christina has done the heavy lifting, for which I, I thank her. Listening to so many, uh, so many songs, so many songs she listens to, and she comes up with great stuff like different class and they are definitely in a class of them by themselves one way to definitely endear me from the outset is to uh start a song with monster groove metal riffs <laughs> i mean that's a that's a yeah. that's a good opening salvo you know yes. and uh weave it throughout the song and everything and then you got this vocal it's like it's like is it bono is it like billy idol danzig is danzig it, uh, yeah, i totally got the danzig. Totally danzig I mean, great, groovy, hard guitar rock, like our buddy Angelo, Angelo uh, Unali, uh, with uh, like a hint of menace that uh, so often attends songs of this type. I mean, it is it was incendiary, and uh, in fact, even though, uh, despite the fact that it's like 40 degrees outside here in California, I mean, it is like frigid, we're definitely feeling the heat here from different class. What did you think? That is true. No, I, the unexpected goth industrial dark vocals they, that soar almost immediately is perfect. I did get Z- Danzig. I did get David Gahan. I got some of those heavy hitters, and I was loving it. And it, it needed to be front and center. And that's, in, that's before we get to the first minute I'm already taken in. And by the way, folks, when I'm listening to music, right, whether it's submissions or I'm going to Bandcamp to find something new and different, I have to be taken in in the first 20 seconds, right? Because if not, then I go on to the next track only because I listen, as David said, to dozens of tracks. So uh, definitely I will say that uh, different class just grabbed me from second one and I ended up listening to the entire song that bass is meaty oh my god it's meaty and the guitars are insistent and in your face and I love it and it there are peaks and valleys that are so satisfying throughout this song and then there's a break just before the three minute mark and there's tension and it quickens the pulse and I am in love with this band I love everything from the vocals to every single instrument being front and center and as important as the other so different class you certainly have uh i'm i'm gonna give you an a plus um in this particular class oh sounds like we got a teacher's pet here (laughs) indeed (laughs) and you can find them on facebook at different class all right i turn it back over to you because my pulse is quickened and i'm feeling the heat and i need you to uh extinguish all that with maybe a strange nest fellow Yes, I would distinguish all, uh, all that with, uh, once again, uh, allowing me to uh, prattle at length about uh, stuff that is of interest to no one but me. Uh, <laughs> i got to thank Christine for making this show so easy because, I mean, I just sit here and belch out whatever moronic drivel comes into my head. <laughs> and she reacts as if it's the height of wit. And that is so, that is so gratifying, i got to say. But, I'm a uh, true partner. <laughs> you're a true partner. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. There is indeed a feature, however, with my name on it, and it is called Strange Nest Fellows. And for this feature, we discuss uh, strange, odd collaborations and or duets, and we uh, ask ourselves, did they do it right or did they not? (laughs) Did you say, did they do it right? (laughs) I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. 
And, uh, oh. you know, well, I mean, I could be uh, playful and say, okay, this outing is more of a case of which is the stranger nest fellow instance because uh, there's uh, quite a spread of time between them two, but obviously that's I'm full of shit. One of them is clearly the front runner, <laughs> but uh, they occurred to me, so since I had to endure these thoughts, you will too. But they both have to do with artists associated primarily with metal and rap. Hmm. Um, that's not that unusual anymore. Now, there are, there are artists who freely incorporate both in their music, often with very dodgy results. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, Professor P. Soup, or uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, like Linkin Park or, you know, shit, shit like that. Like Linkin Park. Oh, God, I really? really do. Oh, that's depressing. Yes, I do. But we're talking about artists each with their own focus, crossing their streams, as the Ghostbusters would say. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> the height of wit. Ghostbuster references <laughs> for the fucking win. Yeah, yes. Dogs <laughs> and cats living together. Dog, mass hysteria. Mass hysteria you know. Biblical proportions. And uh, both relate to a band you've heard of on this show far more about from me than you can bear, Black <laughs> Sabbath. Oh, yes. Now, uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, is not only the original vocalist, but the most recorded uh, with Black Sabbath with nine albums. But behind him, however, it's not Ronnie James Dio, as many suppose. Even if you count the album Devil You Know from Heaven and Hell as a Black Sabbath album, which you pretty much have to. Deal rules. I mean, it's a Black Sabbath album. It's the same damn lineup that did two studio albums and one live, so it's Black Sabbath. But that still only gives him four. Tony Martin is next in line with five studio records. And Martin's one example. Great. What? Martin's great. Oh, Tony Martin is I'm just saying. I'm like, Ozzy sucks. Everybody else is awesome. Thank oh, you. Martin kicks ass. And one example here is from the last album of that union. Uh, they had a sweet little lineup going there with Cozy Powell and stuff. It was great. I mean. Uh, 1995's Forbidden. Uh, hilariously cheesy artwork aside, <laughs> still not as bad as Dehumanizer. Uh, <laughs> it's a kick-ass hard rock record, and it starts off with a song called The Illusion of Power, featuring a brief rap cameo from Ice-T, no less. Oh, if you're going to have a rap cameo. Yeah, right? You know, but honestly, that's not that strange for a, a number of reasons. Now, before I developed an adult-onset allergy to rap, I swear, I break out in fucking hives whenever I hear it anymore. Even the good stuff. It's so sad. I like it, it, it just drives me nuts. I had every Ice-T album uh, and the first Body Count album. He's brilliant. Uh, he uses uh, samples of Black Sabbath songs to build his tracks around, like Rhyme Pays, for example, and yeah. uh, Midnight. And add to that the fact that he's performed with Anthrax and Motorhead. I mean, come born on. Born to raise hell. He's so badass. And the fact that he has his own hard rock metal band called Body Count with many albums released. Also uh, kick-ass. Yeah. The, the first of which was once described by a critic as essentially a record-banning party. <laughs> with songs that I, that I won't mention. And other ones like Mama's Gotta Die Tonight and KKK Bitch. Jesus. And, and oh Evil Dick. God. You know, yeah. It, uh, all this plus the fact that Body Count guitarist... Co-writer and producer Ernie C is actually the producer of this Black Sabbath album. Mm. Ernie C actually produced the Black Sabbath album Forbidden. Ice T's cameo is less than fifteen seconds That's long. That's all the time he needs. Uh, though apart from this, uh, apart from this, Sabbath had avoided the lamentable contemporary practice of throwing rap breaks into everything. No, oh, please don't do even that. country. Ugh, arg, <laughs> meshing the worst of both worlds. Yes, the <laughs> <laughs> meshing the worst, the worst of both worlds. <laughs> 
fuck yeah. <laughs> well put, sir. Well put. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my uh, goodness. Uh, and Lil Nas X and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus aside, that one that one works. Yeah. Oi. Oi. <laughs> no, no, no. No. That was another show, I think. Or maybe it was this one. I don't know. What it do was, I know? We're it was winging it. It was winging it. Yeah, we recorded two winging it earlier tonight, so pardon if I don't remember everything. But uh, Christina has been cruelly taking advantage of my senility to try to convince me that I've only done two winging it's ever in the past. <laughs> now, you listeners know that's not true. You know that. Write to her and tell her he you did know, so many winging it's. Here's man. the thing. He's done two winging it's, one of which he milked for two. So he thinks it's three. I'm just telling you straight up. I'm not quite that old yet. <laughs> so. But you a stupid ass bitch. <laughs> you know, that makes two stupid ass bitches here tonight. And you're a buzzkill. Uh, well, I am a buzzkill. You, you know what's a buzzkill? Buzz kill? Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, and we're going to talk more about Mr. the Ozman in a minute. But uh, meshing the wor- worst, worst of both worlds, that's what we're <laughs> so we great. It seems to belong here, and it's heavy, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, people bash on it. Terrible. Something terrible. I've heard that. It's also near, not nearly as strange as the second example, uh, flashing forward all the way to 2021 from 1995. Oh, wow. Ozzy Osbourne's collaboration with the horrifying Post Malone. Oh, yeah. No. Imagine my shock in hearing that. I heard, I stumbled across it the same way I did uh, uh, under pressure. Oh, oh, that's Bowie. Oh, that's Mercury. Two no talents and one track. You would think it it doesn't sound promising at all, now does it? No. Post Malone, whose music I would describe as having all the appeal of the festering, bloated ball sack of a dead leprous donkey. That, that is crystal clear how you feel about that. Oh my! I'm just I, being I honest. see the big balls. I yeah. actually see it right now. They're festering. Oh They're festering. God. That's so rank. <laughs> I like it. All right. Please uh, continue. The song in question this time, which appears on both Osborne's Ordinary Man album and Posty's Hollywood's Bleeding. Hollywood's ears is, are bleeding. You more call like. him. Posty, yeah, that's you that. call him Posty, dude. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nickname that everybody gives him. Are you fucking kidding? Yes, me? everybody calls him Posty, isn't it? That's why I threw oh, it in there. Oh my god! Yeah, Hollywood's ears are bleeding. Um, it's I swear we could bump into him Sunday Posty? night. Posty, he hangs out there. Oh God, it's like please. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, uh, it's called "Take What You Want," and you know I happen to be out and hearing this uh, someplace for the first time, not knowing what it was, ha- not having heard that it e- even existed. The same way I heard Under Pressure, as I said. It's like, hey. Which is uh, great. Amazing. In the first verse, which is being sung by Ozzy, I knew it was him, of course. Oh, yeah. And then things went south. Well, po- wait a minute. He was singing. That's where it went south. Well, actually, that was not that bad. And it was because uh, he sounds surprisingly good in recent years, like He's on that last Black good. Sabbath tour. You know, we're, I mean, we're if you're an Ozzy person. <laughs> okay, there it is. If you're an Ozzy person. Right? All right. When uh, Malone and another unjustifiably successful rapper named Travis Scott oh, wow. ride the wave of contemporary music horrors like the phony plastic beat machine and autotune crashing this song into the side of a mountain, Shit. it actually manages to pull it out with some sizzling guitar leads and it's downright listenable near the end. And I'm not going to get to the end. I if think it sucks the saving grace. Well, it starts off with this kind of doomy Metallica-style metal guitar. I mean, you know, ballad metal power ballad guitar. But the melody is actually pretty decent, and that I think is credited to Ozzy Osbourne because oh. you know, uh, I, I honestly I got to say I have a much greater appreciation for his talent. 
and his influence on that music uh, now that I've, I've loved for so many years. And that's a good thing for like someone who's like the biggest Black Sabbath fan ever to actually appreciate Ozzy more. But I never really did very much. But the melodies of those songs are compelling. Um, uh, I had allowed his annoying persona, and look who's talking about annoying personas, <laughs> if, <laughs> if anybody shouldn't be, uh, interfere with me giving him his due in one of my Pantheon top favorite bands. So no, feels, wait a minute. It feels minute. good for me to be on the right side of Ozzy for a change. <laughs> what? Ozzy Osbourne sucks. Well, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confused because you have two no talents in a song, and now you're saying, oh, I'm not giving this one no talent enough no talent credit? Well, Ozzy has a great deal more talent, and I'm, I'm realizing of that he what? actually like, what helped, is his talent? He helped Black Sabbath, ma- well, singing and uh, melody writing. Now, it is true. He can't sing for shit. The melodies key more off of the instrumental music than it would later do with Martin and Dio. But still, he does craft some compelling melodies that uh, have made the music uh, special to me all these years. So Yeah, if you let somebody else sing it, like Dio. Yeah, well, and this is far and away, thanks to, I never thought I would say this, but thanks to Ozzy, this is far and away the best thing I've ever heard Post Malone on, but he still sucks anyway. And you know, So does Ozzy. One of the funny things about this, a uh, funny element, is that some of Posty's Gen Z fans think... So I'm told that he discovered Ozzy Osbourne. And it's like, yeah, like he saw some 73-year-old man singing in a bar and thought, I'm going to put this dude on my record, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, in case you don't know, kiddos, Osbourne appears on his first Warner Brothers release in 1970. That's 25 years before Post Malone issued forth into this world, possessed by a divine fiat of almighty God with fully twice as much talent as contemporaries like Drake and Future, which rounds out to about half a scintilla. But perhaps I am being unfair to Posty. In addition to aspiring to suck, he's ambitious. He sucks both at rap and pop. He has one absolutely mad skill. He's an expert at making himself as hideous as possible, uh, as far as appearance. Ozzy has that talent, too. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't try. Posty tries. Well, Ozzy doesn't have to try to be unattractive. It's true. It's tempting to say that with his flair for nightmarish hair choices, facial disfigurement via tattoo applications, he's made himself the ideal cast member for American Horror Story Freak Show. But I think really, I'm sure there's a limit to what the cast iron stomach of of that show's viewers can take. (laughs) So maybe he's a little bit much there. But uh, that was a strange nest fellow, and it worked out well for Malone. But I think it was a it was a, a definitely not a great move for Osborne, who's still doing fine. And uh, but he he elevates the proceedings incredibly enough. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm grimacing because I don't I Ozzy Osbourne and talent they don't belong in the same sentence. So it's you're kind of it's kind of a buzzkill to hear you say stuff like that. Okay, honestly. here's one. Ozzy Osbourne has played in bands with the musicians who have a great deal of talent. There. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> That's a sentence with uh, both in it. That that is that is uh, quite something. Um, but it has nothing to do with Ozzy Osbourne. He should not be singing. If he's if he's a good melody carrier or creator or shaper, then he should have shaped it so somebody else could sing it. Because Black Sabbath is far and away better without him than it is with him. So there. I I would not disagree with that. Although some of the favorite records do contain. Uh, the uh, the brain dead one the brain not, dead not because of, Darkness. of him though because mm. of the talent of that because fucking of the songs band that were there that's right the songs that uh, they came up with that's right but um, 
You know, it, it grieves me. Uh, speaking of, of rap, and I see all the success we talked about with the digital streaming thing. Uh, all the that was on one of the fifteen wingings we recorded tonight. Well, you yeah. recorded two, we recorded and you've two. only done two. I've only done two. Okay, okay good. Um, but yeah, we were we talked about that. Yes, we talked about how a lot of this rap stuff that you know you're not exactly a fan of, and I'm not a fan of the new stuff. That yes, they sold very well digitally. Yeah, but think about it though. This is this is good for us. I, it's comforting to know that you or I could achieve instant success with the magic bullet trick employed by so many artists today. Mm. And indeed, the fact that Ascent is not on a world tour, uh, dazzling sold out shows all over, uh, really breaks my heart. And it really uh, owes to one thing, and that is the thing that connects it with the Zeitgeist is the absence of absence of the word. Lil at the front of your name. Oh, shit. Lil Ascent mm. would be huge. Lil Professor P. Soup. Uh, and this is, mm. this is an idea of what Lil... What if I put an X at the end, too? Lil, Lil Ascent, Ascent X. X. And you need the phony plastic beat. And I got that. I, I have an idea of, uh, of what your first release, what it might sound like. Okay. 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 Um, well, shit. I'm ready for world domination. I don't know that I'm ready for it in that way, but perhaps you and I can carve out a plan. You know, no, Lil Ascent. I can see the you reviews. You did now. not just. <laughs> I can see the reviews now. That was lit as fuck. That was fire. That was lit as fire. You know what? That was fire as fuck. Little Ascent X. You're right. There it is. There's our next single. I, I don't even know what that... I know that it's from a song, but it's upsetting. <laughs> that is an Ascent song done Little X style. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the new Bleed Like Us. There. Yeah. Wow. The, okay. So, thank you, David. I... World domination is right around the corner, and I mean, if you want, if you want it, it's yours for the taking. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Or you could do it the slow way, like this. I don't know if this is quite as lit as fuck, but. You know, that's a little on the goth side, little electro goth. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, okay. I sound like I'm doing a haunting at the end. <laughs> okay, well, go with that one then. You know. <laughs> Either little, way. Little Ascent X. You, know. <laughs> you have stumbled upon something fantastic, and I cannot wait to capitalize on it. Thank you, David. I had no idea. And thank you, yeah, and thank you, uh, Drake, for letting us borrow that uh, track. Actually, no, it wasn't Drake. It was Post Malone, I think. It was I believe Post it was Candy Paint. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> thank you, Posty, for that. And, um, you know, I, I, I figure I consider that we're it's a mutual benefit thing that we talked about you on the show. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Especially in this particular light. Hey, I, I no can't press wait. is bad press. Right? <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, you're right. Right. So we're going to go. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. And uh, everybody watch for uh, Lil Ascent X. Lil Ascent X. That's right. All right. And uh, all the way from Romania, well, where's the next acts from? Brighton. Uh, actually, aren't they from Venus? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. So, yes, the band name is from Venus, and they're from 
both like apparently Venus and Brighton. So first Brighton, then Venus, I'd imagine, or vice versa. And this song name again is Fire. They're ethereal, lo-fi beat, synth-tinged folk. I got a soft spot for lo-fi, folks. I know you do. And I thought, okay, this is right up David's alley. So let's take a listen to From Venus. Oh, won't you please come back to life From the night when you were falling and you couldn't see the light Time to come home, home again To the arms that wish to hold you Warm your heart until the end You were my friend You made me feel it was easier To swallow the was from venus and uh quirky charming playful smart jazzy and not taking itself too seriously amazingly rich soulful vocals and that gorgeous songbird trill oh my god this is a niche in the best way this is 
probably not music for everyone, but thank God it's music for me because it spoke to my soul. Some people might think, oh, it's too out there. Are you fucking kidding me? If you're going to do something different and you're going to do something truly unique, do it like this because it's perfect. It's expertly done. And I am addicted to it now. It is, it's got everything that I like. And I want to be friends with her. I want to hang with her. I want to collaborate with her. I just thought it was brilliant from top to bottom. And I cannot wait to dig into more of what From Venus can do. And I think she is part, you know, fairy and part alien. And I love it. I fucking love it. It sounds like you think this track was lit as fire. <laughs> I think it was lit as fuck. <laughs> was it, was fire it fuck. Fire as fuck? Fire fuck. Oh, it was fire as fuck. You know what? When you correct me, it's kind of a buzzkill. It's a buzzkill. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, you get a taste of your own buzzkill now. That's true. I get it all the time. <laughs> but I really uh, had this absolutely delicious uh, cabaret music hall feel. You know, at, yes, at well the said. modern, belied a little bit like the by the modern production, but it sounds like, like an old Broadway thing or an old, you know, like I said, a cabaret thing uh, with, um, sure. it, it kind of sounds like a, like an old Broadway musical dance number via like David Bowie. I mean, this is the, the sweetest kind of musical escapism is exactly what you said about not taking itself too seriously. You don't come away from this bummed at all. This is, uh, this is entertainment as it was uh, meant to be and uh, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And I feel like I've never heard anything quite like this before. It's kind of how I feel about Bjork. Like when I heard Bjork, it blew my mind. This blew my mind. I loved it. And I hope that more people will gravitate to this kind of real unique take on so many different styles because I feel like people this talented are often overlooked because people aren't ready to go there get ready and go there because it will pay off and and it's they can be sometimes a little hard to define yes and and that's and that is the hardest part is well what are you you know what and what we always say is we're whatever you want us to be do you think we're folk then we're folk you think we're hard rock then we're hard rock you think we're metal then we're metal well, of course, you could always throw that catch-all phrase out there, um, eclectic, which means like whatever I'm doing right now, you know. <laughs> but then you're undefinable, yeah. and where do I put you? And yep. I just who's who else is going to like you? Because exactly. people are looking for stuff similar. They are right, and and this is the my favorite part about clicking around Bandcamp is finding people like this because mm. if you don't do it's, that, Bandcamp is like a box of chocolates. It is. It is. You you never know what you're going to find, but you know one of the things that always gets me too is these beautiful amazing pictures that they have right these graphics that they put i just it just gets me and this beautiful little kind of fairy nymph sort of thing Mm. she has going on is perfect and i'm just i'm obviously i'm completely hooked so if you want to hear more from venus (laughs) go to facebook and enter music from venus well, I feel all puffed up after that amazing uh, ring of uh, ring. Huh. I feel all puffed up after all of those amazing songs. What, we've had three now and we still have two more to go? Holy shit. Will we be able to do it? And will David be a buzzkill? I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be up past two o'clock and that, that's kind of a buzzkill right there. Is it? So, yeah. no, Actually, so, no, it isn't. No, I, I love staying <laughs> no. up late. Yeah. Staying up all night is great. All I love staying up all night. Me and too. Going to sleep, man, just before that it's sun comes the up. Best. It's the best. You know. Of course, I have to work in the morning. But okay. Yeah. So this feature, a beloved feature, one that we fucking love and we hope you like it, is Hummingbirds. For this feature, we hum songs and see if the other person can guess the song in a head. 
head-to-head battle. And this time, you start, and I know you're going to fuck me over again. And uh, when we say hum, we mean make any sort of sound, you know. La, la, la. La, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Some sort and, of uh, vocalization. And once again, I will try. Yeah, I whatever. Mean, I, will, mm-hmm. I will cater and, and camper and cam- camper. You're going to camper? That's not a word. I'm going <laughs> to cater. And what the hell is the word? There was a great word I was looking for. Anyway, I'm going to uh, cater. Like the, if pander? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, well, yeah, I'm a yeah, pander. That's right. I'm Camper's pan- better, yeah. though. <laughs> pander you're going to be a camper? And tailor make. I mean, this ah. is algorithmic shit here. I'm going right. to come up with songs. The only problem is um, the songs I actually selected are probably, they might be, they're either in the both studios mobile annex or I, uh, you know how we have the annexes and mobile ones and everything, and uh, or I left it in my truck, one or the other. <laughs> so you have no idea. Uh, no, it's uh, I might just have actually it might still be in the room too. So let me see if I can find that. And remember that happened during the live show. That was funny. As I hell. remember that. You're like, I'll be right back. Be right back. You abandoned ship. Okay, well it's your turn. You're first up to bat to completely annihilate me. Uh, you know, this is actually like uh, with a uh, – we, we talked about the lame deer. This is like a lame lamb, and instead of giving it cotton balls, I'm using the cotton that's already on it. So it isn't adding even that much weight to the lame oh, lamb. Oh, wow. So basically, if I don't get this, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, that's what you're saying. It's the same thing with the neurological issue that I, I, I questioned before. Oh, okay. Before. Got it. Um, no, that was something else. Wasn't yeah, it? I okay. think so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, th- I think that's what would be in your case. You know what this yeah. is? This whole this whole uh, lead-in is a buzzkill. Big buzzkill. Right. There's a theme here, but um, I can't tell you what it is because it, it's Give actually- it away. It's in the titles. Yeah, so I'm just going to- We'll oh, see shit. at the end. However, um, it might have to do with the fact that we started- uh, Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> You're going to give it away even though you don't want to <laughs> give it away. All right, here's the first one. Once the words come to you, the words are there, dancing in your head, like lame deer, like lame sheep and deer. Yes, yes, that's it. You did it much better than I did. Fuck! What is that? There's an instrumental part. If I did, you'd get it right away. Uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> stick, stick with the la 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 la. Oh, the fuck curses! This is uh, I know, I know. Fist at the sky, curses foiled again. Okay, I can't, I can't belabor. Okay, go ahead. What is it? YouTube New Year's Day. Ah, shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. It was like face, I was circling the face of anguish here. Oh, I was, I was like right there. I knew, I knew it. I'm like. Again. Fuck. Okay. I will be with you again. I should have got. There's no reason I shouldn't have got that. that oh, I, that there's does no make reason. me feel better. Yeah. I okay. should have got that. that it was, was a, just a curious anomaly. Like I heard it yeah. and I knew it, but for some reason I couldn't 
the words would not come. Absolute Maria. This yeah, is Maria. It sucks. It totally over. is. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Secret, secret. <laughs> I've got a secret. <laughs> la, 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 Secret, secret. Damn, I've that was got fast. Yeah, uh, that one is so distinctive. It Somehow is. it just left right out of me. That would be the Sticks Boys with uh, Mr. Roboto. That's exactly correct. Domo Arigato for making that so easy. Oh, <laughs> oh you fucker. <laughs> Using my own shit against me. I tried to. I was hoping to hear hope, But you'll say Domo Arigato to me when I'm done with this will next I? one. We'll will I? We'll see. All right. Um, uh, la, 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 la. La 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 I know this I think that's a pretty faithful representation of the melody even for me. I mean for me. One more time. La 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 la. Uh oh. Have I not had enough la, caffeine? La 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 la. La 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 la. I know this song. La 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 la. Uh oh. More anguish in the in the land. I'm so sorry. I know this song too. It's gonna kick me. It's going to just kick me right in the ass as soon as you tell me. I know this song. I only give myself 30 seconds. Okay, I fucked it up. Okay, well, admitting defeat, but I will sing a line. And when I see you, darling, it's like we both are falling in love again. It'll be just like starting over. You see the theme here? New Year's Day, starting over. We got a kind of a theme going here. John and Yoko. All Sorry, right. No, sorry. I knew I knew it. All right. All right. Time for my comeuppance. I do think that, you know, mine are a little more mainstream than some of yours, but that's that okay. Was a, that was actually a considerable hit. You know? hmm. Well, of course, you were kind of young. I'm sorry. I think I did Mr. Roboto, which is talk about a considerable hit uh, everywhere all the time. What uh, Starting <laughs> over was way bigger than Mr. Roboto, as far as I as far as Clearly I not. <laughs> 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 all right. Here we go. I'm going to give it away right away. La la la, la la la, la 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 Oh, well, obviously things are going to go my way. Are you going to go my way, Mr. Lenny Kravitz? Yes, 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 yes. And I actually practice these before I do them to make sure I can do them justice because I worry. I I can't claim that, honestly. All right. All um, right, so I'm just ready to just admit defeat now and just end the game. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope things uh, progress in a better direction here. Um, It's about (coughs) starting over. (laughs) That was start over and progress in a new Mm -hmm. direction in this New Year's Day and this New Year's Month. All right, um, la 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 
I'm, I got nothing. I am dying here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Emerson, Lake, and Palmer from the beginning. Oh, fuck me. La, la, you see, it's all clear. La, 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 la. Without the, see, that's why. That one's hard. Yeah. Most of the time, uh, various songbirds is easier. Because the words, but then not not always. Not not. I, I seem to pick them in reverse I of think, uh, I, yeah. usefulness. You know. I think I I think I need to make mine harder. I, yeah, because yeah, I need to make Sorry. mine more obscure. I think because I I I make them where they're not exactly low hanging fruit, but that they're easier to pick. La 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 la. One la, of Diana la, Ross's, la. one of Diana Ross's great uh, comeback dance class, uh, dance classics classes. <laughs> she you, gives dance. She classes. gave dance classes uh, until know. the music thing kicked back. Got kicked it back right. Up, I know. mean, she had to fall back um, on something. Dance uh, classics. That would be uh, upside down. Uh, I'm coming out. She had a she had she had a good uh, little uh, phase there, uh, which is amazing. Uh, sorry, it was so easy. Sorry. I'm a very generous and kind partner i just want you to know i mean the silver and the silver platter is highly polished i mean uh, they they know that i care and i, w- I don't <laughs> want to make you look foolish but your goal is to make me look foolish which it is isn't great. though those are uh, i uh, really uh, uh, i thought oh that's so good but you'll get it easily okay one more and uh, uh i don't know if the theme is thing is going to help or anything but <laughs> you don't hold out any hope at this point i can see it on your well, face well I, I had hope for three you know three times already uh you know, this is a theme with you. I, every week, it's real buzzkill for me. It, it must be. I, I, I understand it. It yeah. would be for me, too. Uh, <laughs> you're justified in your buzz being killed. Yes. Um, okay. Thank you. I thought they were all... <laughs> <laughs> See, they have something to celebrate now. Now, I, th- I like the theme. If I'd have gotten any of them, it would have been really fun. Yeah, but New just Year's the Day, one. yeah, that's uh, great. Starting over. I love the theme uh, thing. That's from cute. From the beginning, yeah. Very nice. And very seldom do I dabble in themes. You know, I like it. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Let me see. Oh, I have one more, don't I? By the way, I'm looking at his face. He is not sorry. No, you don't have one more. But if you want to give me a redemption shot, I'd take it. So I have one more right now. Okay. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) La, 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 la. I want to rock with you. (laughs) Rock with you, Mr. Jackson. So you're four for four. And how many did I get? Um... One. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the final celebration one. I'm sorry. Okay, are you ready? Are yeah, you ready for the face? The, yeah, see, I get the pouty face. I get the doe eyes. It's terrible. Hang on a second. This is so unfair. She's wiping her eyes here. Well, I'm, I'm looking. I'm r- rustling my papers and looking at my notes. Sniff, so. sniff. Wipe away. I can't see. <laughs> oh, shit. That's cold, man. You know what? That is straight up some cold shit right there. Just like your hummingbirds, which are a buzzkill every time. You know what is not a buzzkill? Good indie music. That's right. Hannah Gill and her song Ashes. She's from New York. I can't do it. You do it. New York. There it is. Yesterday. When? She says she she says I say yesterday and I thought this and all that stuff. Well, this band is from New York, all right? <laughs> you say it. You do. 
I am not good at the New York accent because I hail from Arizona. So there's nothing exciting about Arizona. Sorry, Arizona. This particular genre is classical, jazz, contemporary blues, and folk. Oh, yeah. I dug deep for these great tracks. So let's take a listen to Hannah Gill. Lost the carrot, burnt the stick Choking on the air that I'm breathing When reward ain't worth the risk It rocks every fiber of your being
was Hannah Gill with Ashes. So, uh, I have just some words that come to mind. Sexy, sultry, perfectly crafted, jazzy, smooth, Celtic. I feel some Celtic in there, some Joni Mitchell, some Nina Simone. And, I mean, just this marriage of genres is fucking inspiring. I mean, it's so many different things all together. Uh, the violin slash fiddle, I think it's a fiddle in this case, the piano, uh, it sounds like an electric piano, just beautiful. And there's this stunning contrast between the vocals and the music. It's like smooth versus sharp. And it's, I mean, I think it's very striking and it allows her, her, her vocals to shine in a way that I don't know that it would be able to if you had smooth and smooth, if that makes sense. And I like that. I like that that we have those two together. It feels like there's kind of a push and pull going on, and I find it supremely satisfying. Where are you? Yeah, I. Um, it starts off with a couple of really clean chords, and it sounds like you're. Almost, it sounds almost like America, like the group America, like you're set up some, for some great '70s radio thing. And then it turns more like it takes like an Americana turn to it, into like folk, and then the string comes in. The string comes in, but before you know it. Uh, the music and the that beautiful plaintive uh, vocal, oh. the uh, the haunting Celtic. I wrote down Celtic too. Okay, uh, feel with the violin and everything. I mean, this group uh, they might come from uh, New York, but it really sounds like a more of an, an Emerald Isle thing. I mean, it is it is That's very European. It's very uh, Irish, and uh, I mean, and, you know, a lot of composers I'm sure make that music, and they're not from there, but it sounds so beautiful. And so, and the singer, good lord, my gosh, I think. She should sing. There was hints of like Billie Eilish, uh, that sort of sound that I I, I kind of pick up on. And I think this lady should sing Billie Eilish's songs, and I think they'd be a lot better without her that all that whispering stuff. I don't know um, that Hannah Gill would lower herself to <laughs> sing Billie Eilish songs because this is such an evolved. Uh, it would like, be slumming for sure. Really That's what would I'm saying because she's and, she's amazing. I mean, this the uh, Hannah Gill. I don't. That's the I name don't know where that you should be known. Come from, you know? yeah. I don't know where you come from, but thank God you have arrived here because it's just so refreshing to hear these artists. And when I'm going listening to music, I'm I'm open to everything, anything and everything. I listen to rap. I listen to R and B. I listen to soul. I listen to rock. I listen to death metal. I'll listen to anything. And these tracks that you hear are the ones that moved me. And Ashes is quite something. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Hannah Gill, people need to find you, and I'm glad I found you. Oh, ah. wow. You know, okay. she wanted to let me try that again. The long core there. <laughs> <No. laughs> you can find Hannah Gill 
on Facebook at Hannah Gill Music, and that's H-A-N-N-A-H-G-I-L-L Music. Well, we got to have one more song. Let's do one more song, and let's just do it back-to-back. Why not just, let's just keep the merriment going. What do you think? We're ready for another song. All right, so Sectarian Bloom. Talk to me about that name. I love it. The song's name is Heat. And they are from Oakland and San Francisco. Apparently, some of them hail from one or the other place. And they call themselves Dark Punk. So we're taking a turn. Yeah. And I like to do that. It's fun, and why not? So are you ready for Sectarian Bloom? So ready for some Dark Punk. Hell yeah. was sectarian bloom with heat i love that this is rowdy noisy driving and chaotic all in harmony that's one of my favorite things about punk is how they they can make all of it work and it sounds great the vocals i found take a back seat in this track and allow the fury fire and frenzy of the rest of the band to shine and i really love the addition of the female vocal kind of as a counterpoint and also you know kind of an echo and maybe even a validation of what the singer is singing and I got a cure in U2 vibe from it I hear some of that influence especially the U2 punk period some cure with some of those uh, guitar licks I was hearing and to me this is this is what might happen if Fred of the B-52s ah, damn it you did not say that <laughs> look at that it's right oh there. my god if he had his own band 
Damn it. And he had great musicians. This is what he might sound like. I... It's exactly. I think if she's going to look at me like you're crazy when I say that, but she's got it too. I mean, I'm telling you. Seriously, I I love this track, which is why it's being played. I thought it was great. It was so much fun, and uh, I love dark punk. I'm so in. Well, the really cool part was that uh, we unwittingly played another song. Things like that happen. <laughs> Things like that. We're not we're not infallible. Don't well, because it auto played the first song, yeah. which was not the right song. So we got to listen to one and a half songs. Right, and and it's I thought the same thing about both tracks. In a way, they were both really hard and agreeable punk metal. Yeah, uh, nothing like down or anything. I mean, very. Uh, very, it's very alive, very explosive, very kinetic, sure. uh, very frenetic. I would go as far as to say. Yes, I agree. And um, the uh, then and then the other one took this like kind of dark goth, uh, dark wave goth turn, Which especially I love. with the vocal and the keys. Yes. And then I wrote, and then it turns into sort of a metal. And, and but at the end of the day, it's kind of a metallic B fifty twos. There is a Fred Schneider feel to it. Exactly, I wrote this down twice. Uh, that it sounds like if he had this, if ever if had some crazy hardcore kick-ass band that's maybe what it would be like and i absolutely loved it uh the uh the bass is really prominent the drums are flashy i mean it's a very explosive both of them were explosive tracks yes Uh, and (laughs) i'm glad we accidentally stumbled onto a second one because i'm usually pretty lazy and i'll miss it but uh, that she she does all this hard work it's uh, it's terrible but uh those were both lovely tracks so great group uh i gotta say absolutely sectarian bloom very cool name as well you can find them on facebook at Sectarian Bloom. And if you don't know how to spell Sectarian, no problem. It's S-E-C-T-A-R-I-A-N. And then Bloom like a flower might. And, well, huh, that leads me to the very fun. Okay, I'll wait till you finish with your paper rustling. There's no rustling. <laughs> you, nobody heard that. Please Everybody heard it. I heard it. No, it was just because this got in your way. Ah. All right, so the theme. What is our new theme? Do you think we're going to keep milking that previous theme? You're thinking wrong because we have a new theme. I consider we might. Well, I thought about it. I thought about it. And now I struggled with the title for this one because it could go a few different ways. So I'll let you know what I landed on and then what I was considering because both are fucking awesome. But the first one is, and, and the one I landed on is Jailhouse Flock. So songs about the big house or being a prisoner, either literally or figuratively, that's what we're looking for. But I considered calling it Jailhouse Cock. Now, <laughs> for obvious reasons. It's a reasons, bird name we have not used that's, yet. That's true. And I just, you know, I just thought I'll use Flock because we've used Flock many times. But you, you take your pick. It's either Jailhouse Flock or Jailhouse Cock. Either way, we're looking for songs about the big house. So... Um, you know, we can all be prisoners some point, uh, either hopefully not all of us literally, but figuratively in our own mind or at work or whatever. So send them in to both on air at gmail.com. If you don't have any, do you know a friend who is in a band or something that has it? Send it in. We are looking for original music all the time. And if I don't hear it from you and you don't send it to me, I will go out and find it on various platforms. One of my favorites is Bandcamp. So much talent out there. But we want to hear your talent. So send it in now. You're looking at me all expectant or confused. Like it's very puppy cute. dog. I'm looking yeah, at giving like, you the penny look here. Yeah, I'm like, what? Mama, it's your you turn. Give me something? What do you it's want? your Tell turn. Me what to do, Mama? What, more or less? Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, okay. I'm not shitting you. Okay. If you don't have it, you don't have it. But all right. 
I don't want to be a buzzkill here. Yeah. But we're getting close to the end of the show. We are, and that's got to bring you down. It you does know? bring me down. Brings your head down. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we also, you know what else is a buzzkill? We played our last indie song for this show. Uh, well, uh, hopefully we're going to get a real good buzz when we go see our Artist of the Year. We mentioned this on Winging It. Our Artist of the Year 2021, Liliac at the Whiskey A Go-Go in a few days. So by the time this airs, we will have been there, hopefully. Putting and our money where our mouth is. We're actually going to support going live music. Thank God it's back. We're going to the Whiskey to support a band we love and a band you should love, Liliac. It's a family band. They're amazing. The Heavy Metal Partridge family, they're going to rock your world. Their motto is rock on and rock hard, and they do. Check them out. They're good for your uh, metal health. Of course, uh, mental health and metal health have an inverse relationship, kind of, but uh, you, you can't have everything. Uh, can't choices have, everything. have to be made. And speaking of years, this year marks the 40th anniversary for a little ensemble you've heard us talk about a lot on the show, Metallica. They celebrated this with live streams, two concerts, no repeats, songs from every album running a total of approximately five hours, and naysayers, this must have been a tough one for you, at least it would be if you were not in total denial, because they were a runaway train of fire and brimstone, cars loaded with dynamite and napalm for good measure, (laughs) uh, and they drove that speeding locomotive of metal up your ass. (laughs) How in the hell can they still do it? I I haven't the slightest idea, but I expect veterans like them to be a little less antsy. It's had more sedate, gray, but still gritty. I do. That's what I expect. However, these old bastards might have been Metallica at any point. The uh, absence of long hair and smooth, unlined faces being the only difference. They really are that, uh, the way, like the old Metallica, like they never change. And I'm sad for the people who write this band off from the Black Album on displaying a sort of brainwashing that says they used to be fast and thrashy, and now they've mellowed out and dialed back the tempo. You know, one fellow said to me online that when a band starts singing lines like Often Never Never Land and Shining So Brightly, that it's over. And another said, they're not metal, they're plastic. Yes, yes, and they've sucked ever since Cliff died too, I suppose, right? (laughs) Come on, folks, Metallica at 40 is as ferocious as ever, and they've grown as composers and now incorporate much better melodies, lyrics, and riffs. And for this, they should be celebrated and not shunned. Metallica boys, you have had albums and videos and compilations with titles like Kill 'em All, Cliff 'em All, and Freeze 'em All. I'd like to put my own together for the defectors called Fuck 'em All, and that's how I feel about that, more or less. Very nice. Well, there you have it. So the the uh, immortal David slash Professor P Soup has spoken. But there's more. There is more, if you want to call it that. It's uh it involves a puppy and a blanket. Uh oh. Time to wrap that puppy up in a neat little blanket. Our next offering is an off episode of Winging It. Enjoy our 15 to 45 minute show that covers one topic. No music, no features, just mainstream music chat, opinions, and uproarious laughter. Hopefully some will be yours and not all of it ours. So. <laughs> Mostly mine, of care. Your boys are coming at you every week. Uh, subscribe to our feed at bofonair.podbean.com. That's B-O-A-F, as in birds of a feather, onair.podbean, like it sounds, dot com, and enable notifications or subscribe and listen on your favorite platform. And remember, we can't grow our flock without you, so please share us on your Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. feeds. Sharing is caring, and we know how much you care. We do. And uh, that pretty much uh, is the end, and it only leaves for you to say... Let's get the flock out of here.
This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.